Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast for May 17th, 2021. We are really happy to be bringing some incredibly positive news to share with our listeners. On May 10th, 2021, USCIS announced that it would continue granting benefits under the International Entrepreneur Parole Program, or IE. In 2018, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, of which USCIS is an agency, issued proposed regulations seeking to revoke the IE parole program. On May 10, 2021, DHS reversed course and announced the withdrawal of the proposed revocation rule. Recognizing that immigrants have a long and successful history of creating companies and jobs that have strengthened the U.S. economy and national interests, and the hard work and contributions that immigrants have made to our nation, the acting director of USCIS, Tracy Renault, stated, quote, The International Entrepreneur Parole Program goes hand-in-hand hand with our nation's spirit of welcoming entrepreneurship and USCIS encourages those who are eligible to take advantage of the program, end quote. With this podcast, we want to provide some guidance on the IE parole program, who is eligible to benefit from the program, and how to file an application with USCIS. For much more detailed information, including definitions and more program requirements, please visit Lynn Walker's Companion Client Alert posted on LinkedIn. So, given this great news, who can benefit from the IE Parole Program? Under the IE Parole Program, USCIS may use its discretion to grant a period of authorized stay, not to exceed five years in total, to foreign entrepreneurs who demonstrate that their stay in the United States would provide a significant public benefit by creating jobs and generating significant revenues. To be eligible, foreign entrepreneurs must show that they possess a substantial ownership interest in a startup entity created within the past five years in the United States that has substantial potential for rapid growth and job creation, that they have a central and active role in the startup entity so that they are well positioned to substantially assist with the growth and success of the business that they will provide significant public benefit to the United States by demonstrating several things. First, that the startup entity has received significant investment of capital from certain qualified U.S. investors, either individuals or organizations, with established records of successful investments. That the startup entity has received significant awards or grants for economic development, research and development, or job creation from U.S., federal, state, or local government entities that regularly provide such awards or grants to startup entities. Or that they partially meet either or both of the previous two requirements and provide additional reliable and compelling evidence of the startup entity's substantial potential for rapid growth and job creation. And finally, foreign entrepreneurs must show that they merit favorable exercise of discretion by USCIS. In addition, the spouse and children of a foreign entrepreneur who receives IE parole may also enter the United States with their own parole document. The spouse of a foreign entrepreneur who enters with an IE parole may be employment authorized by filing an application with USCIS. Of course, there are limitations of the IE parole program. Here are a few. 
the initial grant of IE parole may be valid up to 30 months, and any subsequent grant of IE parole may be valid for an additional 30 months. However, not to exceed a total period of five years of authorized stay based on the same startup entity. Currently, there is no option to change status from a non-immigrant classification to IE parole or extend IE parole status within the United States. Individuals who receive IE parole are authorized to work incident to status only work for the startup entity that served as the basis for their IE parole. And no more than three foreign entrepreneurs may be granted IE parole based on the same startup entity. A foreign entrepreneur who receives IE parole must maintain a household income that is greater than 400% of the federal poverty line for their household size as defined by the Department of Health and Human Services. And finally, individuals who receive IE parole must immediately report any material changes to USCIS. So how does a foreign entrepreneur apply for IE parole? And how do their dependents enter the US? Well, a foreign entrepreneur seeking IE parole must 1. Pay a filing fee of $1,200 and a biometrics fee of $85. 2. File form I-941. Application for Entrepreneur Parole with USCIS and submit evidence that a grant of parole will provide a significant public benefit to the United States, including detailed description and documentary evidence. A. Demonstrating that the individual is a foreign entrepreneur of a startup entity. And B. Demonstrating that the startup entity has received within 18 months immediately preceding the filing of an application for initial parole a qualified investment amount of at least $250,000 from one or more qualified investors or received within 18 months immediately preceding the filing of an application for initial parole an amount of at least $100,000 through one or more qualified government awards or grants. An individual who qualifies as a foreign entrepreneur of a startup entity, but can only partially satisfy the requirements I just listed, may alternatively qualify for IE parole, quote, by providing other reliable and compelling evidence of the startup entity's substantial potential for rapid growth and job creation, end quote. And that quote is straight from the federal regulations. Dependent spouses and children may join the principal foreign entrepreneur by completing the following steps. 1. Paying a filing fee of $575 and a biometrics fee of $85 where required for each I-131 application. And 2. Filing form I-131, application for travel document. Spouses seeking employment authorization will need to file form I-765, Application for Employment Authorization, and pay the required filing and biometrics fees upon entry into the United States. Again, as you can see, even though the continuation of the International Entrepreneur Parole Program is a good thing, as many processes in the field of immigration law can be, navigating this process can be very complex. Preparing and filing IE parole applications can be challenging. Each IE parole application requires in-depth analysis of supporting documentation, 
an evaluation to ensure that the foreign entrepreneur and their startup entity meets the regulatory criteria. If you'd like to learn more, and there is a lot more, Lynn Walker's article on her LinkedIn page goes into greater depth. Or better yet, we highly recommend that foreign entrepreneurs contact a qualified attorney for a consultation prior to initiating the IE parole process. If you have any questions regarding the IE parole process or program, please feel free to contact us at Minor and Landis. Thanks again for listening. Disclaimer, the information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization. Having trouble keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of immigration law? Save time and effort with the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast. Each week, we scan the news feeds to find topical issues important for busy immigration professionals and produce a 5-10 to minute podcast that you can download easily and listen to while making breakfast, riding the train, or taking the kids to school. Subscribe now and stay up to date with Minor and Landis. For access to more articles and information, please go to www.minor.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com.